Hello, NPR friends. New day, new episode. Yo, 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 yo. Whether you're wearing pants or not, welcome to No Pants Required. I'm your host, X3C, and thanks for joining. Today's episode, The Smartphone We Need. This is the joint that I think we all need. Maybe not the smartphone you were thinking, but definitely one we all should desire to have. But before we dive into the episode, let's jump into the quickie. So I was thinking a while ago, um, a conversation I had with a friend about gas prices. This is probably maybe a year ago when prices were surging. And a lot of individuals were blaming, especially here in the United States, our president on the surging gas prices. And I found it to be hilarious because our president doesn't doesn't set gas prices. That's not how it works, right? Um, and so I ran across this article that piqued my interest about OPEC, not in the, the in terms of how OPEC is currently organized, which is 13 members, 13 countries, if you will, um, organizations of petroleum exporting countries. That's what OPEC stands for. And those countries, those 13 membering countries, those are the ones who set the crude oil barrel costs, which equates all the way down to the consumer in terms of gas prices or diesel prices, right? Um, that's how the prices are set globally, right? They're not set at one country, uh, you know, and one leader doesn't have control over that. Uh, but those 13 member organization uh, countries do have control over the global demand. So the um, the countries with with mineral-rich um, components that are used in Electric car batteries want to form a similar organization like OPEC, but in this time, in, in this case, it's designed for uh, materials that's used for uh, lithium uh, batteries. And so I found that to be interesting. So I'm thinking, okay, that makes sense. We definitely want to have, you know, lithium control and and where we pull those resources from, how um, the governance around how those materials are extracted from the earth and just I, I look for overall protections um, when it comes to this type of thing. And so I don't mind having regulations over um, a particular process or industry. I think it's warranted. And in this case, you know, because we have global demand and it's surging for um, materials that's used in EVs, I think it's particularly important that there is such a thing. Um, when you get to those type of organizations, just like OPEC, they can control the costs. And that's where it becomes tricky. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I'm a little hesitant to fully support it, but I did want to bring it to you guys' attention because I think it's important to understand, you know, the impacts of how prices are set and how that then translates down to the consumers. So um, what do you guys think about maybe countries, you know, protecting themselves maybe even um, from external countries or companies coming into their domain and 
digging and extracting minerals and resources from their lands and then being used to develop these lithium uh, batteries that are in electric vehicles. I think it's important that we do maybe have some type of control over that. And that's the quickie for today, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and others. Okay, guys, today's episode, as I mentioned in the beginning, the smartphone we need. Let me take you guys on a quick journey here because I think it's important that you guys understand how my brain works. <laughs> no, not, not really. Um, I do think it's important. And I'm, I'm, I'm just let me nerd out a little bit. Is that okay? Appreciate it. Okay, so think about the smartphone in your hand. Maybe the one you're listening to this podcast on at the moment. Think about smartphones in general over the years. And I can recall the past at least 16 years of rectangle design, like the first iPhone, which was released back in 2007 here in the US. And the Samsung Galaxy, which was released two years prior here in the US. But that wasn't the first smartphone that came out to the market for those historians out there who who's well aware the first smartphone was developed by palm and palm os what they which they created which was actually built by samsung uh came to the market in 2001 ladies and gentlemen that's 22 years ago <laughs> so think about it we have had some changes to some degree in terms of the form factor. But overall, most of the form factors for smartphones have remained relatively sim uh, similar. You know, there were times where the smartphones curved a little. Sometimes the edges of the smartphones curve. Sometimes we use metal components and plastic components. Sometimes we have removable batteries. Um, and there's been iterative changes. Also iterative innovation, if you will, that has happened over the years. And so I am happy about that. You know, one company pushing the other, maybe one company pushing too far in and not making it um, in a longer part of the market. Um, and I think currently there's really like three players here in the US and then globally there's a few more, um, but I don't think it's more than like five really big players that are out there when it comes to smartphones. But overall, the form factor has remained relatively similar. Now, I do want you guys to recognize I'm not talking about all smartphones. I'm sorry, all cell phones. Because remember, we had all different type of phones years ago before the smartphones came to the market. But I can tell you, um, you know, the, the style of the phones have remained relatively similar and Incremental to incrementally, we have made we meaning those companies have made changes that um, satisfy the consumer. And most consumers are probably okay with things remaining the way that they are. And I say most, I am not one of those. I do prefer technology to push the envelope a little bit, and I also prefer to be somewhat of an early adopter to things. I don't necessarily want to be the first but I definitely want to be somewhere near the beginning. Um, 
because I like to play with different type of technologies and understand it and explore. You know, I think that's how we evolve, right? Things change over time. We see what worked and don't work. And we, you know, we, we take away those things that don't really work that well. And we keep those that, that does work. And then we continue to explore, right? We don't remove items away and we just stay where we are. And I feel recently, um, maybe a few years ago, we were kind of stuck in a moment of this is where we are in terms of technology and we kind of sort of going to stay here. And let me clarify, technology, I mean smartphones. But recently, in the past few years, few companies, most of the Asian companies have have pushed the envelope to try to change the market. And they move to more of a, a different form factor where it became foldables or um, like really became like the, the niche, if you will, of the market. And I have noticed over the past few years, it grew a little bit more. And there's some other items that have come to play, right? Um, I do remember... Um, a few um, like different, I guess, ideas that, that comes to those different technology shows throughout the globe. They have them all over the place, right? We have the um, the World Congress that happens in, using in Barcelona every year, CES in Las Vegas every year. Um, those are the, the major two, but there's always like a lot of different innovation ideas. And, and a lot of times there are really concepts just to see what the market can and would like. But I do like the fact that we are exploring new farm factors now. And I've watched over the years, particularly foldables, right? And I like the idea. And it, it really came to fruition from this show I watched called Westworld on HBO. And that show utilized this futuristic cell phone slash tablet slash actual computer. Um, but it was a trifold. And when you fold it in half or fold it to its smallest state, that device was similar to what we have now as a rectangle cell phone, but a little longer. And when you open the trifold fully, it gave you a pretty large surface screen and it was see-through you can actually see through to, to the other side which i loved right and that, that's the kind of like innovation i like when, it, when you can have a, a piece of a device that can be used in multiple different ways or the form factor can transform and you can utilize it for multiple purposes and that's kind of where i'm going with cell phones at the moment i like the fact that i can have something in my pocket but then it can open up to something bigger watching youtube Netflix or if I'm on on a go and I want to catch the NBA the NBA game or I'm going to go or watch one of my favorite NFL, my favorite NFL team I can do all of that or even college football I can do that on the go and the device is a little bit bigger than a small screen I do like that idea and concept so fast forward to why I haven't really switched to <laughs> a foldable just yet remember I said I like to be an early adapter, but not the very beginning. And that's this is exactly why. I do see major improvements in the foldables, but they weren't where I needed them to be just yet. 
and next year or even this year i think the foldables will reach to a, a stage in which they can compete with all of the flagship phones right out there and to me the top flagship phones are your your, your top iphone right now is the iphone uh, 14 pro i think the galaxy um, series that galaxy 22 and then um, the Pixel 7, I think the Pro. I think those are really like the phones that really are at the top of their game right now. And there are some other ones that are mentioned that we can actually mention, but you know, it's, it's really hard to compete against those three. I'm looking for battery, battery life. I'm looking for the quality of the camera, not just taking soft photos because I really don't like a soft photo. I wanna be, be able to have a camera set that allows me to open the aperture for more light to, to bring in a more of a, a dynamic and a sharpness to a picture. And that's usually why I I am a, a fan of the Samsung photos. Um, but also I realized um, they're not the greatest at nighttime. And that's where I think the Pixel really step in. And then overall, I believe like the iPhone 14, especially that phone in particular, it's really good. Obviously, the videos on iPhone, it's really good all around video taking quality. But the photos are better. They're just a little too soft for my style, but they are much better than any other iPhones I've seen in the past. And so I'm looking for this new foldable to have all of that in one device. That's when I get really excited. Um, there's even been rumors that <laughs> Tesla was supposed to have a cell phone. Again, just rumors out there. Um, and people were going through the rampant of the different ideas. Not necessarily my style, because I think that's a niche market that won't necessarily take fold. Um, I think one element in which we as a society, what three, two, three elements as a society seems a little disparate that I really think should be merged into one. And that's your tablet, your smartphone, and your smartwatch. It's three devices. I kind of want them to all be in one device. Have one thing that can slap on your wrist. You take it off your wrist and it opens to a phone. And then you can also unfold it to a tablet. That is the kind of style and the vision and the direction I would like the companies to take us in the near future. But we haven't fully gotten there yet. And so... That's still not the, the idea of the cell phone I would want ultimately, but it's the one that I want next. Again, smartphone, tablet, smartwatch merge into one form factor. That is when I get excited. That is what I'm looking for. And uh, I, I need this. I need I need someone to hear me and make it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> um. But let's dive into like the goggles, right? The glasses, if you will. Like Google goggles was out at one point. I, I, there's rumors that Apple is working on some type of glass wear or wearable. Um, I think that could be the nexus and should be the nexus to, to our smartphone form factor. Right now we saw a custom with the phone being in our hand and is tactile, right? We're, we we are typing there. We receive some type of uh, haptic feedback a little bit, but I kind of want to get beyond that form factor altogether where we're not holding anything in our hands. 
And I kind of like the goggles perspective. In fact, I like it so much where I think that is the smartphone we need in the future. I think we need to have a phone that's really not a phone at all. <laughs> it's really the goggles. It's really something other, right? And I'm not saying it needs to cover both eyes. Maybe one side is just not even a lens at all. It's open and the lens is maybe just on one side. And on that one side, it provides information, directions, if you will, um, whatever the case is. But also there's like a piece that can clip to some earbuds or even like the clip ones that clip over your ear, whatever the case is, right? It's all built into the goggles, right? And it could be both ears for you to play your music or just one side. It depends on the style. I'm not really sure the form factor fully there, but I would like to have some the smartphone transition from our current form factor of these square or rectangle devices and move us into the direction where the, the phone is no longer in our hands. It's now a wearable on our eyes. Hear me out. Think about it. I'm learning right now Spanish on Duolingo. I'm doing pretty well. I'm at the very beginning stages, but I'm doing pretty well. I feel like I can read Spanish right now more than I can speak it. And so I'm again, I'm learning. And I think about like in the future or the near future where maybe I know this is kind of hard for some people to, to, to swallow here, but instead of learning a language, I can have a conversation with someone in my dialect. And as I speak to the other person, they are receiving it on their end in their dialect. I think that is where technology, we kind of sort of have it right now with Google Translate and the current technology that they have um, over 140 languages. You can speak into the phone and it translate that into that person's language and then plays it audibly for the other individual. Um, we actually have that happened for us over the uh, for my family over the holiday break. And and I showed my family how we could use that technology while they were on the phone with one of their tenants. I said, oh, that makes sense. And so I really want to showcase that use of that technology. It's not something that's just like a, a nicety. It's an actual necessity at times. And so I really want, you know, if I'm in a foreign country and I just really want to explore that place and I don't know the language and I don't want to disrespect them by speaking English and hoping that they are going to in turn speak my language back, maybe, just maybe, I can go anywhere and utilize these this goggles or glass technology, glasses technology, that will instantly translate in my ear. And I know we already have technology right now. I'm just asking that we merge all of those form factors and technologies into one. No need for me to track anything on my watch. So my glasses, right? It's already embedded. I think that's kind of sort of the future I want to go. Um, maybe there's even a hologram projection that the goggles can project things onto a wall or a screen. That's an, an, an added a feature that I think would be super helpful. I'm just trying to get us beyond these rectangle devices in our hands and take us into the future. What do you guys think about that? Do you think we can, do you think you will be able to adapt to not clicking into an app 
you know, maybe there is a, hey, I like this idea, but hey, hear me out. There is a finger sensor on one side of the glasses that you sign in with your fingerprint. We currently are doing it now on our cell phones. There's also your retina displays on your, your iPhones and Apple devices that um, facial recognition, right? Well, in this case, you may lose the facial recognition, but your retina is there and the glasses are there. <laughs> hey, just scan your eye, sign you in, right? You can see the, 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 the font and the text right there in front of you, right? And you can maybe size the font to be most appropriate for your vision, right? Um, I think this is like the next stage and the next level for us to get beyond these devices. And know what that would do? It would kind of reduce some of the materials that we're using right now to even construct these devices, right? And what do you do with these old cell phones? You usually turn them into the store. Where they go? How are they recycled? Do we even know how they recycle? I don't know. I can tell you right now, I'm probably not that great at it because I still have all my old cell phones. Literally, for the past 10 years, I have a lot of them in the original boxes and maybe even a lot of the original components. Yes, I know. I'm that guy. I kind of like nostalgic purposes wanted to keep <laughs> these phones. I really have no need or desire for them, but I, I just figured like maybe... 30 or 50 years when I'm gone from the planet, there are a generation that can appreciate the style of those phones back then and say, wow, those, you know, humans actually walked around with devices in their hands <laughs> and then laugh at us because it is hilarious when we maybe in the future, there's a whole different type of technology and style and design of a smartphone. That's again, not something you hold in your hands. So what do you think about that, ladies and gentlemen? The smartphone we need. I'm telling you right now, this is it. Get on it. This is what's going to happen. This I think it's happening. It's going to happen really soon in the future. Are you willing to adapt? Are you willing to stay on your device and just continue to type away um, and push commands that way? Let me know. Okay, friends, good chat. Until next week, remember, positive energy leads to positive vibes. Don't forget to subscribe if this is your first time joining. No Pants Required can be found on Google Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Peace. Mm -hmm.